This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello, Get Booked listeners. Welcome to The Hand Cell, a special weekly installment of Get Booked that's all about books that we just can't resist shouting about. This is Amanda Nelson. I'm coming to you from Book Riot, and today's Hand Cell is Hollow Kingdom by Kira Jane Buxton. I'm going to give you a brief trigger warning here for harm to animals, and let's take a break to hear from our first sponsor, and then we will get to talking about Hollow Kingdom. Today's episode is brought to you by Greenleaf Book Group. No summer vacation should be without a great read, and I don't know about you, but I am partial to mysteries and thrillers for my hot month reads. It's hot girl reading summer, always over here. And from the award-winning librettist of Legally Blonde, the musical and the screenwriter of Freaky Friday, Heather Hawk, comes the page-turning psychological thriller, The Trouble with Drowning. So when author Eden Hart floats into Tucson's Antigone books and all her dazzling perfection to give a reading, Kat, a struggling writer, can't help but compare herself. Thankfully, Kat's life starts to take on its own Eden-like glow when her literary future takes shape and she falls madly in love with Jacob. As demons from her past begin to surface, Kat's mental health craters and this halcyon dream slips through her fingers. For the fastest paced slow burn you won't be able to put down, be sure to check out The Trouble with Drowning by Heather Hawk on Amazon or your retailer of choice. And thanks again to Greenleaf Book Group for sponsoring this episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Sourcebooks Landmark. So King Solomon says something very interesting to his son before he dies, and that is, quote, don't let the white man take the house, end quote. These, as I just mentioned, are King Solomon's last words to his son as he dies. Now, all four Solomon siblings must return to North Carolina to save the kingdom, their ancestral home, and 200 acres of land from a development company. Told in alternating viewpoints, Long After We Are Gone by Tara Shelton Harris is a searing portrait of the power of family and letting go of things that no longer serve you, exploring the burden of familial expectations, the detriment of miscommunication, and the lessons and legacies we pass on to our children. It's an explosive and emotional story of four siblings, each fighting their own personal battle, because who isn't, who return home in the wake of their father's death. Make sure to check out Long After We Are Gone by Tara Shelton Harris. And thanks again to Sourcebooks Landmark for sponsoring this episode. So if you have space in your brain to read a pandemic book about the extinction of humanity, then this one is for you. Hollow Kingdom by Kira Jane Buxton is told from the point of view of animals, specifically ST, which is short for words that I cannot say on this podcast, who is a domesticated crow living in Seattle. He is owned by a man named Big Jim, who, as you read the book, you realize is kind of a dirtbag. And he is best friends with Dennis, who is a giant, dumb bloodhound. He, you know, exists pretty, in like a pretty chill way, mostly living on Cheetos, watching reality TV with Big Jim, 
yelling about Democrats and that kind of thing. But then one day, one of Big Jim's eyes falls out of his head. And then Big Jim starts trying to claw his way through the wall and generally acting like he's very, very ill. And ST starts to realize that nothing is is breaking Big Jim out of his trance, including delivering him beer with his beak um, or, or anything. And so ST leaves, takes Dennis and goes out into the world, ventures out into the neighborhood to try to figure out how he can find help for Big Jim, but he soon realizes that the malady that has taken his person has also taken most of the other people around his his area. And so he like kind of teams up with a bunch of the other animals, both domesticated and wild, uh, in order to figure out what's going on. Some animals are of the opinion that the humans have brought this malady on themselves and that it's time for them to take back the earth. Um, some of them, including, you know, most of the domesticated animals, dogs, cats that they come into contact with disagree and say that they need to figure out how to save the humans. And the illness spreads and spreads and spreads. And pretty soon it's threatening uh, extinction for all of humanity. And this like foul mouthed crow who's obsessed with Cheetos, which like same, has to go figure out how to save the planet. It's super funny and very dark. It has some pretty violent moments. And uh, like I said, at the top of the show, there is harm to animals. There's also a lot of harm to people. um, But since the book is told entirely from the point of view of animals, some of those characters who you get attached to do encounter some peril and some violence. Uh, St is a hilarious narrator. Crows are already kind of jerks. Like if you are if you're a bird person, then you know you know this to be true. Uh, the the crows in my neighborhood are just. They like to steal stuff. They're just not, they're, they're you know, bandits, little bird bandits. But ST is not like that. And he very much values his humanity, the, the habits and the philosophies that he's taken from living with a person he feels like has made him better than the wild crows who um, live in this state of, I don't know, it's almost like cliche nature wonderment zen kind of thing and st just is not here for it which i find really really funny so dark science fiction really really humorous dystopia told from the point of view of a pissed off crow who is obsessed with chips like i said you know maybe not a thing you want to be reading right now um but because it's about a pandemic but i know a lot of people have been actively seeking out dystopians and actively seeking out pandemic literature right now because they find it comforting because a lot of times those books end on a hopeful note so it might like be something comforting in a weird kind of way for you to read. So that's Hollow Kingdom by Kira Jane Buxton. Go check that out. And that is this week's Hansel. Thank you so much for listening. You can email us at getbooked at bookriot.com. Review us on Apple Podcasts. You can find me online. I'm on Instagram at I'm Amanda Nelson. My co-host Jen is on Twitter at Jen IRL. That's Jen with two N's. And Instagram at I am Jen IRL. We will talk to y'all on Thursday. Thursday.